Welcome back to the Half Naked Podcast. I am your host, Molly, and this is episode 33, All About the Liver. I am just basking in this energy of newness and freshness with the recent podcast rebrand. And if you are brand new here, just go listen to the previous episode, the one right before this one, and I explain my rebrand and why I decided to change the name of the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. For now, let's get into it. So I'm sure you're wondering why the liver deserves its own episode and all of this attention. It's truly because we live in a modern society with tons of toxins in our environment, the food we eat, our water, and our products, and just poor habits. So focusing on the liver is one of my highest priorities and recommendations for people, which hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll understand a little bit more of the bigger picture so you can start to help yourself because no matter who you are, you're probably exposed to a lot more toxins than you think. And when you start focusing on detoxing your liver, giving it a little bit more support, you would be blown away at how much better you feel. It's it's wild. A dysfunctional liver not only manifests as the physical symptoms, which I'll mention, but a lot of emotional imbalance as well, which we will definitely get into, but both being things that are normalized, but not necessarily normal. They're just common, but they can be healed. Some of the physical symptoms are hormonal imbalances, acne, eczema, allergies, poor digestion, cravings, blood sugar issues, trouble losing weight, feeling sluggish and kind of tired and puffy even when you eat healthy and you feel like you're exercising and stuff like that or feeling nauseous after eating. And something I think is interesting with the acne, allergies, eczema, like the skin issues we always think, oh, you have allergies, just take this over-the-counter medicine or something. You know, if you have acne, just take tetracycline. It is so much more internal than we've been taught. And things like that are as a result of your liver not being able to properly excrete waste to the colon to be pooped out. So then toxins are, they end up being recycled and they're just floating around causing irritation and inflammation. So the liver is one of those things that we have to invest some time into just because of the environment that a lot of us are in, especially cities. So a little bit of maintenance every day will go so far. Otherwise, it will catch up to you. You know, we think our bodies are machines and they're just going to run forever and hold up. But these little tiny things will build upon each other and manifest as bigger chronic issues later in life. So I'm just here to remind you that you can feel good and you have the ability and tools to feel good. Sometimes it just takes the knowledge to kind of like know what you're doing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the things that can cause your liver to be in a state of overwhelm or toxic overload. And unfortunately, those are things that we use on a daily basis. A lot of traditional makeup brands, beauty products, candles, household cleaners, room sprays, perfumes, things like that have a lot of chemicals in them. And so they end up just floating freely and through the air and they can have a negative impact on your liver over time. And they're also hormone disruptors. 
So that's something to pay close attention to if you buy those things to make sure you're like getting clean, clean products, stuff that's packaged in glass bottles, things like that. Another thing is overconsumption of heavier fried foods or processed foods, air quality, heavy metals, water, and stress. So each of those things, if I dove into them, I would be talking for five days straight. So I'll try my best to kind of make separate episodes for each of those things because water on its own and heavy metals, like I could talk forever. But those are just some things to watch out for. And maybe you could do a little bit of digging and research on your own time. But for now, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the liver from a traditional Chinese medicine standpoint because it is so interesting. And it talks, it explains a lot about how liver dysregulation not only manifests physically, but also in our emotions. And I think that's so, so cool and so important. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So in Chinese medicine, the liver is not seen necessarily as an organ, but more so of a concept, as a concept or a dynamic function system, they say. So When your liver is healthy, it establishes the smooth flow of energy through the physical body, the energy body, and the mind. When someone's liver is working properly, they are calm without stress or tension. They're good at making decisions and they're good at being a leader. More like on the other end of the spectrum, someone with a dysfunctional liver will often experience confusion, anger, stagnancy in their body and in their external life. They may not be effective decision makers. They may be stubborn, impulsive, edgy, arrogant, or very moody. And I think that's really interesting because I feel like I've experienced both of those extremes in my life. But I do notice when I focus a lot on my liver, detoxing it on a daily basis or aiding in its detox process, just feeding it really good, leafy greens, all those types of really liver supporting foods. I am more on the calm flowy side than the dysfunctional side, which is a great thing. And the smooth flow of energy I mentioned earlier actually is referring to chi. And chi is in in English terms, vital life force. But it's actually a much broader concept. It's basically what makes up and binds all things together in the universe. It's essentially, it, it gives a measure of vitality for something. Food has chi, you have chi, everything around us, in us, on us, everything. So for example, a whole food from the earth is abundant. It has good chi and will transfer to the person consuming it. Good chi manifests as lack of obstruction, ability to accomplish things, better functioning internal organs, aka the liver, and that's just to name a few. On the other hand, blood is yin and also the mother of chi. It nurtures the chi while conversely, chi directs the blood. So they're both very, very much so in communication and in harmony when everything is working properly. Both of those things are involved with meridians, which are channels where the chi or the life force energy flows through. So someone with a clear mind has refined chi, 
while someone who is indecisive and irritable has a confused chi. So all things have this measure and I would start by looking at the products makeup wise, shampoo, anything like that, candles, hairspray, look at the back of the labels and ask yourself, would I eat this, put this on my skin or ingest it if it was on its own? Like I know that there's all these products that we use every day, but they have so many toxic ingredients in them. And my personal rule of thumb is if I wouldn't eat something, I'm not going to put it on my skin. So read the backs of your labels. You don't have to go crazy with it. I think just one little step at a time. You don't have to go through and raid your entire household. But I think you're going to be surprised at how much better you feel and how much more balanced your hormones become if you sort of start swapping out these uh, toxic products. Second thing is a castor oil pack. This is one thing that I stand by. I it's It's the most amazing thing. It basically is a cloth and you put castor oil directly on the cloth. You place it on your skin over where your liver is, which is on your upper right portion of your abdomen. And it helps, well, the castor oil seeps and absorbs into your skin, helps draw out toxins and stimulates lymph. So I'll make a post of where to get that and how to use it. The second thing is getting really good sleep. And this is kind of something that everyone should do for to help every bodily process. But specifically for the liver, when we're sleeping, our body requires less energy to move the blood flow. And the chi and the blood become most active in the gallbladder. They kind of go towards the direction of the gallbladder and the liver meridians from 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. And this is where most of your natural liver detoxification process happens and where the rejuvenation happens between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. So it's very important for your liver to reset and kind of get ready for the next day. I always think about it like when you see the light on in a big building and you kind of see the cleaners like hard at work getting the building ready for the next day for the people to come. It's kind of like that. It's It gets you prepared for the next day. It kind of cleans and clears things out. We really need this time to rejuvenate. Otherwise, quite literally yesterday's toxins are carried over into the next day. And I think every day deserves to have a new beginning and fresh energy and fresh life force. So that is a huge suggestion that I would recommend is just making sure you have a good sleep routine. Something that makes sleep fun for me is having a really good fun night routine. Whatever that looks like for you, reading, doing your skincare, all of that stuff. So the next thing is eating slower so you know when you're full. Something that can cause your liver to become overwhelmed is eating too much food at once. It causes stagnation in the liver. So if you eat slower, you will be able to sense when you're full a little bit better so you won't overeat. And then it's it's a win-win because you feel less guilty. You feel like a little bit lighter after meals and all of that stuff. The next one is reducing late night eating. It kind of goes with the 
sleep. So your liver has a harder time completing its natural detoxification process at night if it's still kind of dealing with the food that you ate and all of the things kind of circulating. So obviously it's it's super fun to have little late night girly hangs, wine nights, whatever. I just try to do it in moderation. The next thing is eating high quality meats. Something that I think we all know is that we digest and filter the medications that we might take through our liver or drugs, things like that. But something that is a little bit forgotten is that in low quality processed commercial farming meats, they often have antibiotics somewhere in that process to prevent infection because there's so many animals like trampling all over each other. It's really sad. But they will often have antibiotics floating around somewhere in their system and that gets directly transferred to you and your liver ends up having to be the one digesting it and taking the brunt of that. So high quality meats, not no antibiotics whatsoever. That is a huge thing. And it, it's more than you think. It's not just something that's like kind of, oh, whatever. It is very, very important to have high quality meats. And, you know, if you don't have the budget for that right now, just do one at a time. You know, if you eat chicken, beef, pork, whatever, try just getting one really high quality meat out of one, out of three of those, you know, so choosing chicken, for example. Next thing is reducing processed seed oils. These are not only inflammatory, and I, I know that there's a lot of people, excuse me, that say, you know, if your omega-3, omega-6 ratio is on point, then you can consume these and they're not bad. But it's not only the fact that these seed oils are so highly processed that they cause widespread inflammation to your body, but it's the toxins from the actual process in which they're made that is also terrible. So I would just try to avoid those at all costs. Some fun foods that you can add in that are really, really cleansing to liver. Number one on my list of liver cleansing foods is red beets. They're even the color of blood. What do you know? Nature nature knows. So uh, red beets are a huge thing. Leafy greens, bitter foods, whether that's whole foods or you can do digestive bitters. But I always just try to go with whole food options. Any chlorophyll-rich foods. Also seaweeds. Lots of really good filtered mineral water. I would say that might be an oxymoron. Filtered mineral. Water is an interesting thing because filtered water sometimes can be too filtered. But mineral water is going to provide you with a lot of the really good nutrients for your liver health. So I choose spring water. That's just something that I have available to me. I have a spring water fill up close to my house. But water has a lot to do with your liver health and kind of keeping the flow going in that sense. The next thing is my favorite liver detox tea, which has burdock, licorice root, milk thistle, dandelion, and I believe that's it. And those are root teas. So you're going to want to make a de- decoction if you are getting whole loose leaf herbs, essentially. So they're in root form and they don't, if you just put hot water on them, the water doesn't 
extract the active compounds. So you're going to want to boil those. But I made a tutorial on how to make this delicious tea. I love the taste of all of these things, but sometimes they can be a little bit more bitter. So I made it into a chai latte version. So I will post that on Instagram today as of October 26th. Next thing, well, let's see. I think that was it. Lemon juice with hot water is another thing that I do every morning to kind of support my liver. But yeah, liver is a filtration system. If that's not working properly, the whole body gets a dose of that dirty blood, which is not what we want. And this is a side note, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Raynaud's, but I had Raynaud's forever. I still kind of do sometimes if I'm really cold, but it's basically where your fingers turn white at the slightest chill. So I would get cold and I would lose all circulation in my fingers. So they always told me that it was a nervous system issue, but I I eventually learned that it is as a result of a dysfunctional liver and it causes dirty blood. So your blood is not circulating to your extremities properly. That's just a fun little side note. So I was able to kind of heal that more after I started focusing on my liver. I don't experience that that often anymore. But for me personally, when I'm focusing on my liver, my skin is glowing. My nails grow more. My energy is more sustainable. I feel more awake and just, what is that? The opposite of puffy? I don't know. Like, I don't, just sexy and good. Like, I feel like when I'm puffy and stagnant, I just feel like, ew, I'm disgusting. And when I feel detoxed, I feel more confident. So we love that. There is so much more to learn about the liver, but I hope this kind of helped you understand the this beautiful organ a little bit more. The body is just truly amazing. And we have this ability to work with it and learn about it so we can function optimally we can use this knowledge to our advantage to feel good. And I highly recommend you do. And if you have any questions regarding any of this stuff, you can always send me a DM on Instagram. I just want you to feel good. Sometimes we don't realize how good we can feel. We're just used to all of these weird little symptoms, but our body can actually function properly given the right conditions and some love and attention. So I will leave you with that. Stagnancy internal, internally, kind of equates to some stagnancy externally. So let's get that free flowing energy going through the liver and stay tuned for some reels and TikToks re regarding to some liver tips. Thank you so much for listening. I also just made a half naked podcast TikTok. Sorry, I'm like, I'm <laughs> getting tired, but I made the half naked podcast TikTok. So it's going to have tips that are related to each episode. So it's going to be a more organized format than my personal TikTok or Instagram. So it's just going to house some fun tips and takeaways from each episode like this one, because we did cover a lot. But like I said, you can always reach out to me if you have additional questions. I am excited to have that platform as a place to connect. So go check it out. And any additional information, my social links will be in the show notes and I'll see you next Wednesday.